what's going on everybody welcome back to big dog's porch it's been a while uh you know i just realized so i'll get it up today and then what i'm saying right now i'll load up tomorrow so basically uh yeah it's been a while the first week of my juice fast is always a struggle if you remember the 10 days i didn't do much many things it's you know when your body's adjusting to the lower caloric intake right so um but uh you know it's it's just one of those things that you deal with this week i'm feeling much better i'm uh uh, you know, I have more energy, started the second week, different juices, um, the green juice I absolutely love, um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to consuming that one more than anything else, and, uh, uh, yeah, so last week's green, green juice was just not, not my kosher, and, I think last week, uh, I love pears. Absolutely love them. From an early, as early as I can remember, my mom used to make us eat pears. And, um, and I love them. But they are not the, the good base for a juice. Um, apples are much better. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm glad this week, I mean, I had a juice that had some pears in it and, and I have some juice that has some pears in it as we go along. It's just not the, the, um, the anchor ingredient, right? And, uh, you know, generally like when you're doing juices, there are, um, there's like two or three fruits or vegetables that are kind of like the anchor right um apples primary carrots secondary right um any red juice is going to have beets in it that's why it's red they call it red juice because of that so beets there's like third um you know most green juices have cucumbers in it so i would say that you know cucumbers probably another one um Oranges, uh, I, I've seen a lot of juices that's got oranges in it. So those, what's that, about five different? So, yeah, that's about the, um, I, I would definitely say that's a, that that's about the um, the max of it. And then all the other ingredients are, are great, you know, role player agreements. Like the green juice this week's got parsley in it. You know, everybody knows the health benefits of parsley, right? So it's uh you know it's just one of those things that you know the um you got to do and last week I picked every juice of that was pears right very uh very few you know apples and oranges and stuff like that and and pears and oranges really don't mix that well together so there wasn't that you know so but look you know um you know you know per parsley herb you know restaurants used to use it just to garnish their meals right nope very very few people um 
actually ate it, right? Um, but, you know, you know, parsley, so let's just talk about parsley for a while, right? For a minute, anyways. Parsley, parsley contains some, you know, um, I mean, it's very rich in vitamin K, which helps your blood, right? Potassium, magnesium, calcium, you know, all those which are great to bone health, right? Um, uh, it has antibacterial effects, right? Because of some of the essential oils in it. Um, you know, it is, uh, you know, of course, like I said, I, I used it in my beef broth, right? Um, so that, that was really good. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, vitamin A, it's got vitamin C, vitamin K, right? And, you, you know, it's just, it's, as far as herbs go, it's just really, really good. Um, you know, but a lot of people, um, Like I said, they just see it as a garnish, you know, something, something to, um, you know, to decorate plates because that's what the restaurants used to use it for, right? Look, they, they've even done studies that show that uh, it helps uh, lower blood sugar levels, right? And it improves the function of the pancreas, you know? Um, you know so... It's just one of those things, um, and and I'm juicing it, so I'm getting the benefits directly into the cell. I mean, I don't think, you know, one of the reasons why I, I chose, you know, juice fasting, right? So, you ever wonder why you get the itis? It's not because you ate too much. Uh, it kind of is, but because you're body has to expend so many calories to digest the food right so here you're let's say you're dumping a thousand calories into your body at you know at dinner time well your your body's probably depending on what you had for the dinner you know the meats potatoes and vegetables and stuff like that your body's got to expend you know 1500 calories to digest it right People go like, well, how are we gaining weight then? Um, because your body will actually, be, when certain hormones are present, will store fat regardless, right? So cortisol, insulin, that's why you want to maintain blood sugar levels low. And cortisol is stress-related, so you want to keep your stress reduced. The thing is, is that, um, oh, by the way, another little side note, parsley has been known to help with bad breath as well. So, like, you know, eat it if, if for the only reason. Um, but, uh, so you get the itis because all of a sudden you got a, a you know, your body's concentrating on digesting this food to extract the nutrients that it needs, right? So all this energy is wasted. So there are there are four basic um, cycles, phases to the 
to, you know, the whole digestive system, right? There's the, the digestive, uh, there's the absorption, there's the, um, implementation, and then there's the, uh, removal, right? Extrication. Um, those are the, the four basic steps of the chemical process in our body of digestion, right? Well, since I'm digesting in a juice, I don't have to spend a lot of energy to break anything down. It's already broken down. The absorption is higher than it would get from breaking the beets down itself. Now it's in the juice form. I don't have to deal with the insoluble fibers, which is what becomes your crap, your shit. I don't have to deal with that. Um, everything, and I, you still get fibers because there's two different types of fibers. They're soluble and insoluble, right? Um, so you get the soluble fibers still in the juices. The insoluble fibers is like those long strands on a celery stick, right? Just like... Um, but now you don't have to waste a lot of energy into digestion and it absorbs faster through your digestive system so then the the incorporation the the implementation you know um, is is that much faster and you get more of it so let's take a a, a carrot for example, so you eat a carrot, right? A carrot, I don't know, but let's say a carrot is 25 calories. And I'm just using numbers just to show, okay? So 25 calories, you eat a carrot, it takes you about 20, 30 minutes to digest it, right? A lot of the insoluble fiber will get pushed through your system, 25, 30 minutes to digest it. Then you know, breaking it down in your stomach before it goes through the rest of your digestive system. Then it starts to go through your digestive system. And some of the good stuff is, is trapped in with the insoluble fiber. So it, you don't get to absorb that. Then the other stuff you get to absorb, right? So out of the 100%, you might absorb 50%. maybe 60 if you got a good clean digestive system but most of us don't because we eat the crap that they sell us and they tell us is good for us which really isn't good for us by the way if you're a guy stop eating flax seeds flax seeds has been linked to the to the production in males of estrogen which kills your testosterone which then kills your fat-burning ability because testosterone is the, the bomb-diggity hormone when it comes to losing weight in men. So, off-topic, let's go back. So, if you... Um, so, you're only going to absorb 50, you know, like I said, if you have a healthy 60%. Now, if you juice that same carrot right now you probably only because you're getting rid of all the insoluble fibers so you're probably only getting 15 calories but your absorption rate goes up to between 70 to 80 percent 
and the time goes down. So that means it gets into your cells faster. You, you can implement it faster. And now, since it's basically liquid, so the insoluble fiber doesn't need to be pushed through your your colon and, and you know to to and to get out right because it's, it's basically in juice form so you don't have to burn that lot of energy you don't get stuck up on their stuff um you know there's there's a lot of things that i've learned over the years fighting this battle against this fat and really honestly and truthfully until you know recently you know I, i've put some of it to use and some of it not right but I'm, I'm putting it to use now because i need to i need to um because of the things that i want to do and because of the things that i want to accomplish because of my dreams see in my dreams i'm not fat in my dreams i'm healthy I'm full of energy. I'm doing the, th the things that I've dreamt about doing. Pursuing my dreams, right? I mean, that's the way we should be. And, and you know, and it started with a decision. It really honestly did. And, you know... One of the biggest you know, spokes in my wheel that needs working on is the physical. Because to do some of the things that I want to do, I, I, I need to get healthy. So, what's next? Well, I, I got to finish this out, right? 45 days. May 1st is when it's done. May 1st. Once, you know, once I get to May 1st and, um, you know, every, everything is, is good, everything is, you know, then I will, like I said, I will probably go straight into uh, the Life Force Plan, um, which is keto in nature, but it's not a strict keto because like on keto diets my wife couldn't eat like apples and stuff whereas on this one i can um she couldn't eat grapes on this one i can she could eat berries and that was about it but on this one i can eat just about every fruit and vegetable except for oranges and corn and um legumes so if it, like snow peas and stuff like that if it falls in the legume family which like peas and green beans do i'm not allowed to eat them which was fine you know you just you you, you eat cruciferous vegetables like broccoli right cauliflower um, cabbage so this week's juices are um let's see here what what i gotta find my piece of paper here So, um, 
It's the Anytime Cocktail. Contains orange, apple, cucumber, kale, celery, lemon, parsley. We already talked about the parsley, right? So the red one is called Beets and Treats. Pineapple, carrot, beetroot, orange, spinach, red cabbage, and lemon, right? And uh, and then I have one that is called uh, Lemon Drop, which is carrots. Hold on here. Which is apple, carrot, ginger root, lemon, pear, and zucchini. And I was worried about this one because, I mean, I, I don't mind zucchini cooked, right? But I was worried about this one. But, dude, I mean, it uh, it actually was, it, it's actually really good. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, blow smoke up and... and say that it was, you know, my favorite juice by far. It's not. Um, I tell you, as far as green juice is going, that anytime cocktail, is uh, that shit is, like, banging, seriously. And the red juice has a real opportunity to be really good, too, except for my wife put too much spinach in it. So there's there's that. Um, but I'm not going to complain. Spinach is spinach. Popeye. Brother, here I come. <laughs> so... And um, and then I've, I've got the fourth juice that I'm drinking is is a homemade juice recipe. Um, it's just got two ingredients. I'm a simple man. A lot of these juices I look at and go like, why is there so many ingredients? But um, when you actually break it down and look at what a lot of those things do and how they interact together, the people who thought up these recipes are, are actually quite brilliant. But this one is a homemade concoction I learned it several years ago, and it really is one of the best fat-burning juice recipes you'll get because it has two of the best fruits for burning fat, grapefruits and pineapple. Pineapple, because of the bromelain, which is, you know, a meat tenderizer, so it helps your body sit there, and, and red grapefruit, uh, I, I use the red grapefruit, it's a little bit sweeter, uh, and not quite as tart as the white grapefruit, but either one of them will work if you don't mind the serious tart tartness. Um, but the pineapple sweetens it right up. Absolutely delish. And, and that juice will probably be for, well, next week I'm planning on doing a really, because mo- a lot of the juices, anytime you drink a juice with beets in it, you're really, and lemons, you're really detoxing your liver a lot, right? So next week I figure um, I'm, I'm going to really, there's this one juice that I read about about six months ago that is a premier kidney detoxer, right? So, um, and cleanser. So, uh, so I'm going to drink that next week, uh, and that is... Uh, Red or black grapes and lemons. And you have to use organic lemons because you got to juice the rind and all, right? So yeah, that's so that's my plan for next week, right? Just boom, and um, and that will that helps cleanse your kidneys. The lemons will uh, in that. So um, uh, that's next week. But then after that, uh, I really think. Uh, so that'll be next week. That'll be week three, and then 
even though I, when I counted it, there's actually like seven weeks, right? So, well, week seven is in a full week. It's, you know, it starts on the 27th, but the first is that Friday. So it's, you know, ends on the first. That's when I break the fast. So it's partial. So basically what happens is, is that um, I will, uh, in that, that last week I might do another kidney, but so week four, five, and six, I'm, I'm going to have, you know, my juice, the, the, grapefruit pineapple or grapefruit apple if you don't like pineapples who doesn't like pineapples but if you don't grapefruit apples work great um but the pineapple really is one of the better because of the bromelain right so um i'm i'm just excited you know uh it's it's just into this week and and uh the beef broth turned out really well so I have that in the fridge, and and um, you know I'll, I'll probably eat some of that tomorrow, um, you know, midday afternoon sometime. Uh, but there's a there's a lot of stress going on in the house right now, so I need to find like a stress buster juice or something to, which actually pineapple is supposed to help with that too. So, and two of my juices this week's got pineapple in it, so I'm, I'm I should be pretty good. Um, but the, uh, I'm, I mean, it, I'm looking forward to, to going forward. Right. And, and I hope I hit my goal. I mean, 10 days, I lost 1.6 pounds a day. So, you know, do the math. That's, um. You know, 16 pounds in 10 days. So 45 days times 1.6 pounds a day. I'll be 72 pounds. So, I was, you know, I gained most of my weight back. I was right there at 470 again. So if I lose 72 pounds, that'll put me under 400. That'll be the first time I'm under 400. I'd say in two or three years. Yeah, I'd say about two or three years. And uh, the last time I was under 400, I, I was working for Cummins Allison. And um, and not the diesel engine transmission people. Uh, there's an, a company out there called Cummins Allison. They deal in financial counting machines, you know, like bill counters. You know, the kinds that the casinos use to count and sort money. Banks use them. Drug dealers use them, um, but but they always hated when I said that. But it's true, they do. Um, not their product, but they use money counters. Um, anyways, I um I, I used to work for them, and and working for them, you know, expended a lot of energy. Was eating healthy, was eating right, and um, and then some. You know, stuff got in the way. Uh, got a new manager in who wanted to micromanage me, and I'm, you know, I was hitting close to, I was going to be close to fifty years old. And I don't need to be micromanaged. So the stress started coming in. I was like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Because um, you know, it started to turn around where I was gaining weight again. I was just like, Nah, I'm just if I'm not continuing to lose weight, then I'm done. I'm out. Peace. You know. 
and uh and I quit and um and I'm glad I did. Really honestly and truthfully I am. It uh saved me so much. Uh however, um that was the last time I really think I was under 400. I think shortly after I quit, I got back up over 400. And um, so about three years ago was the last time I was underneath 400. And it's been, God, 20 years. So my oldest son turns 21 this year, no, 23 this year, right? Because my, my youngest son turns 21. So, yeah, shortly after my youngest son, or right before my youngest son was born, I hit 300. So, so yeah, 20, 20, 21 years, somewhere in there, maybe even a little bit more, maybe even 22 years. But we'll just go with around number 20 years it's been since I've been underneath 300 pounds. Guys, I mean, when I hit that this September, hitting underneath 300 pounds, what? Man, y'all don't even know. I will briefly go back over 300 because I will celebrate. <laughs> what? Let me, oh my goodness. I will. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I won't because by then I'll be so close to my goal that I won't want to jeopardize it. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, your mindset changes as you do things and accomplish things that you never thought you could do before. You know, I, I heard Will Smith say this and he was like, you know, and he's right. You know, so many people have a fear of failure and you need to make failure your friend. Fail early, fail often, and fail forward. And I've failed often, and I've failed early, and I'm still going to fail now. And, and Will tell you he still fails now too. And uh, so I've, I've done all those. The one thing I haven't done is failed forward. Every time I've failed, I've taken a couple steps back, as most of us do. I go back to my turtle analogy, right? Where, you know, it's like you, turtle's walking along, you bump in the nose, what it is, it goes back in its shell. That's what we do, you know? And then it makes our journey that much longer because we sit in our shell and, and we go, oh, boo-hoo-hoo, I'm such a poor little turtle. You know, then you look at, you know, a, a rhinoceros, he just charges through everything. He, like, are you kidding me? He just barrels through everything. You gotta sit there and you gotta you gotta change your mindset. And how do you do that? Oh my God! Here he goes again, talking about reading. Yes, that's right, guys. I'm, I'm going to say it until you pick up, pick up a book just in hopes that I'll stop telling you to start reading. And then I still won't. 
Listening's great. Reading, though, listening is awesome. But reading really internalizes it. So you need to start reading, guys. You need to start listening to Motiversity and Mulligan Brothers on YouTube. telling you guys I mean it's just it's little simple things that people who have succeeded in life to some extent are doing these little things that you are not doing just decide make that life-altering decision Because you can. We all can. A lot of us just choose not to. Or a lot of us, by not choosing to do anything, you're actually making a choice. You understand that, right? Indecision is a decision. It's just indecision, right? It's just yeah. People think, well, if I don't decide, you know, maybe everything. No. Look, there, there's, there, um, what's the old saying, right? Get, get busy doing or get, get busy dying, right? I mean, come on. I mean, it's, again, it's not the fact that, oh, once I make a decision, everything is just going to fall into place. That's not true. It's because there's going to be challenges to it. Because there's little, just like in a computer system, you know, you, you write a bad line of code and then all of a sudden the whole program that gets a bug, right? That's why they have people and they pay people a lot of money to debug games and stuff like that. Cause little bugs pop up because of the way things interact together that they maybe didn't foresee. It's the same thing in your head. Okay. I made a decision to lose weight. One of the things that happens with a person when he gets fatter is that your brain actually thinks that this is the size it w the body was meant to be. So you have to change that. You have to change that, that perception. You have to change that thought process. And it's not easy. It's not like, boom. It takes time. It takes effort. And if you don't want if you're not willing to put in the time and the effort, then you will never get what it is you're running after. Somewhere along the line. 90% of us just give up.
And then we're just waiting for the the undertaker to come get us. And if we get tired of waiting, we take matters into our own hands. Do you understand me? If you chase your dream, There's, I mean, you know, but and yet I, I'm sure that there's some people out there that are still listening to this going like, what does he mean by a dream? I don't, I mean, I, I honestly and truthfully, and I was this way for a while, man. I just, I just got up. I did, I did what I needed to do. I got up. I did what I needed to do. I got up. I did what I needed to do. And that's the way I lived my life. I wasn't thinking about tomorrow i wasn't thinking about a year down the road i wasn't thinking about five years 10 years 15 20 wasn't thinking about any of that why why think about it that's when that you know that was the depression talking to me right why think about it it's just gonna make you feel bad because you don't got it and you will never get it. Now, you know, it tells me you won't get it. And I'm telling it, watch me. Watch me. You know, it's interesting. There was a gentleman that was talking in, uh, on Facebook and he was saying that he doesn't understand how middle class people or, or lower class, you know, uh, people, you know, poverty level people, not lower class, but uh, the uh, he doesn't understand why they would vote Republican or conservative or think conservatively, right? Because they that therefore they're just becoming the mouthpieces. And defenders of these billionaires who just take advantage of them, and and I and you know, and I I, I said that's not true. See that there was a man who sat there and said a long time ago. He goes, the man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both correct. The difference between me and you is. I think I can. So I'm willing to chase after it. And I'm willing to fall down and 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 fall down because each time I fall down, I'm going to get back up. Now, maybe in my past when I fell down, it took me a long time to get back up. But see, I feel a sense of urgency now. I remember when we was in Amway and people would talk about this urgency that you get i understand that now because i got that urgency because i'm 53 and i look and i said man if i would have just felt this way when i was in my late 20s early 30s wow but it's all right i feel it now so i'm going to do something about it now 
but I think I can. And since I think I can, I think other people can. And I says, you know, it's so, it's so bullshit because the way that you guys, from your viewpoint, think is that it's a win-loss, a zero-sum game, which means if somebody wins, somebody has to lose. And you think that's unfair. And that, that's not true because that means there would be a finite amount of money, and there's not. Because look how many new millionaires are created every single year. Forbes has a list of new billionaires that are generally anywhere from 10 to 25 to 50 people new every year becoming a billionaire in the world. If there was a finite amount of money, that wouldn't be possible. you think you can't so the person who thinks he can and the person who thinks he can't are both correct but see the difference between you and me is that since you think you can't you think nobody else can and if you can't and nobody else can then that means somebody has to be stopping you from being able to do that so you're looking for somebody to come in and be the hero in other words you want to blame somebody else. You want to be a victim. Now listen to me. If you're going to have a victim mentality, you will never succeed. You won't. Because you will never accept responsibility or culpability. You, I mean, you need to take the responsibility that you are where you are in your life because of you and only you. you know what i mean most people don't want to sit there and do that and i didn't for a long time i i wanted i didn't blame anybody in the world per se my blame was placed at the feet of god it was his fault it was in my eyes at the time it had to be his fault because I was doing what I needed to do. So why weren't you rewarding me? <laughs> but you see, he, he, there's one verse in the Bible that addresses that, right? And I'm, I'm going to butcher the hell out of it. But the verse in the Bible is about that when you give, you have to give with a heart full of cheer, good heart, right? You can't give with the expectation you're going to get something back. 
See, there's, there's a lot of people out there who are false preaching on the word of God. Man, I'm bouncing all over the place. See, when, what happens when you don't do things a lot? You, you, you come back and you start bouncing all over the place again. But, but I have to address this now. I just, it, just, it just sat on me. I have to address this now. There are a lot of people out there who are false preaching the word of God. They talk about sowing and reaping. So, right, whatsoever you sow shows how you reap, right? And they talk about this. And they also talk about, I think it's Malachi 3.8, the one time you know, in the Bible where God sits there and says, try me, right? And he basically says, I dare you to try me. Go ahead, try me, and I will prove myself right. And uh, but basically, they're they're preaching on this thing that you give. So so what happens is, is people give with an expectation, and you, that's not how you're supposed to give. It's like the woman that gave her last couple of shillings. So her gift was greater than the, the, the dude who was showing off giving $100 or however, gold, right? 100 pieces, whatever. Because he was doing it for the recognition. He was doing it for something in return and she just did it because she felt moved you know and you know most of us when we do give we, we you know we give in private we give quietly you know we don't we don't make a big show of it that's true but it's not just that if you know if you're sitting there saying man you know i need you know, a thousand dollars. So I'm going to give a hundred dollars because God says ten times more. I'll give back to you. So I'm going to give with the expectation of receiving, and that's actually how they teach it. Like, oh, you got to give, you know, and expect to get it in return. No, it's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, give willingly and cheerfully. Basically, like no expectations. I'm sorry, you know, there's a lot of things. It's it's interesting when you don't even realize how, over especially over the past few years, that you've lived in this kind of this fog, you know. Uh, I remember years ago, I used to tell people that at any one time, there is 10 to 15 things going on in my head. That's one of the reasons why I jump around so much, right? There's, there's 10 to 15 different conversations going on in my head at a time. There's this conversation I'm having with you. There's a conversation that I had with my wife earlier. There's a conversation I want to have with her in the morning. There's a conversation that I had with my son. There's a conversation that I'm going to sit there and have with somebody three, four years down. Anyways, in all those conversations, they're equally loud. Okay? There's not one louder than the rest. Uh, except for the the one that that I'm having right now with you, slightly ahead of all the rest. 
But when I'm not talking to anybody, they're all equal in volume, right? And that, that can get tiring sometimes. And, and, I, and I used to say, you know, when I, when I listened to classical music, I could bring that down, right? I could bring the amount of thoughts and conversations, I call them, down to like between six and seven, right? Quieter the noise a lot. I can honestly say over the past few years, I haven't had that many conversations going on in my head. And, and it started to come back in the, in the 10 days. And then it's, you know, and then after the 10 days, it, I just went off the deep end, just like, are all these foods I want to eat again? Like, and that, that fog started to come back again. And one week's time and that fog is kind of gone again. And I'm like, yes, here we go. This, I like this. I, I, I'm like, hello, voices. Welcome back. I've missed you. No, I'm not insane. Not yet. No, they don't tell me to do bad things, the voices either. Well, there is this one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Come on. Jokes, people. Jokes. I won't tell you about that dark one. There, there is that one though. We all have it, you know. And I'm, and I don't mean, you know, the to to do really evil things, but the one that sits there and tells us that you're not good enough. The one that tells us this is the best it'll ever get. You know, the, the, the difference, though, is once you start this thing and you start to hit your goals on your journey towards success and happiness, that voice gets awfully quiet to the point where you can barely hear it doesn't ever totally go away but it's so quiet doesn't bother you anymore but you have to start doing something you have to change in order to achieve your dreams you need to change because if you didn't then you should already have your dreams anyways guys I'm going to wrap it up on that one dream big dream big if your dreams aren't waking you up, you are not dreaming big enough. Y'all come back now to Big Dog's Porch. Let's do this.